0: Welcome to episode 313 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast and I'm your host Denise Oyston. And today I want to talk about some classic, I would actually say catastrophic mistakes that people make when it comes to cold emailing. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about why cold emailing almost certainly Needs to be part of your marketing mix as you move forward and end this year and move into next. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. hi there everyone this is Denise with episode 313 of the recruitment marketing and sales podcast and today I want to talk about cold emailing and not just any type of old cold emailing but catastrophic mistakes you might be making which might actually surprise you but I'm going to get into that in a second. if you are new here welcome. For probably 95% of all the um, podcasts we have recorded, there is a transcription over on the Superfast Recruitment website. So if you go to Recruitment, that's all one word, forward slash blog, superfastrecruitment.co.uk, forward slash blog, you will find a transcription of this specific podcast and it's important for you to actually just go and have a look at these specific mistakes because I suspect you are doing some of them and they're quite easy to rectify and you just might be amazed at the difference it will make to you. Also, while you're over there on the website, um, download a copy of our marketing checklist. Um, This will help you from an audit perspective, I think particularly as we move into um, a new year. Um, it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, time, twenty twenty two, I think, as well for for many of us, because I think this year people have been shaking down in in what's been happening. Obviously, obviously, there's been a bit of a. Uh, a candidate shortage or a perceived candidate shortage uh, in the market currently but let's watch out for next year I was just literally doing some writing earlier on today about that because next year will be the year that people are going out and getting new clients and it's all happening already in the recruitment set again new uh, candidates as well so um This is a time to really be thinking about your marketing. And it's always good to start with an audit. Where am I now versus where I want to be? So make sure you download that report. It's on the website. You can also get it by going to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL. So let's talk about cold emailing. And for those of you that are a little bit cynical about emailing, not too sure about it, never really done much of it before. Let me say, (laughs) what are you thinking? Um, Email marketing is still absolutely still the marketing strategy that will deliver the highest ROI of anything that you do when it comes to marketing. Obviously, you need to have that that list of people to email in the first place. And there's lots of ways to do that, which we've shared in different different posts and, and podcasts. So today I want to talk a little bit more about cold emailing and The concept of cold emailing is you send an email to someone you may have not engaged with before, Um, you may have seen them floating around LinkedIn, um, or you may know their, their company. However, you haven't actually entered into a dialogue with them and you haven't sent an email to them. So that's the context of cold emailing. And absolutely, from a GDPR perspective, you can still send a cold email out to an individual you haven't been in connection with before, provided it's a company email and provided you give them the option to unsubscribe. Because the whole context of this is, this is a marketing email. This is about increasing your business. This is about increasing your revenues. And this is something known as legitimate interest. So let's just get that one off the table for anyone thinking, oh, I don't feel 100% about doing it. So first mistake is not doing cold emailing in the first place. Now, As many of you know, we run a specific uh, marketing training and coaching program where we do do, uh, a number of different things with our, our clients. And one of which is we support them around implementing their marketing and one strategy we always suggest that they do is look at cold emailing and many of these individuals purchase um, email databases they use these emails we have a specific number in our circle membership that purchase a database and literally within the first one or two emails that they send we write a template campaign for them they actually get business so what if you could do that next year you could actually find a list of people and there's plenty of ways to do that that's a topic for another podcast that you could then actually just email um get some engagement going and actually then get into a dialogue with these people so that's the first thing the second mistake that people make is they just send one email (laughs) And uh, it's no wonder that, that, you know, emailing gets a bad rap sometimes and people refer to the fact that they've been spammed. I've had on numerous occasions, writers email me about work and they'll send me an email and then I never, ever get a follow up. And sometimes I look and I think, oh, yeah, yeah, their CV looks okay actually. And, and yet, they never bother sending me a second or third email and ask me if I received the first email. What did I think? Is there an opportunity to have a conversation? And there's been many of these individuals I probably would have given a job to. But anyway, there you go. I think it just shows you what, what some people are like. They do not have a campaign. And this is why it's really important. You'll have seen various other um, podcasts that I've recorded. If you haven't, go to the, the Superfast Recruitment website about how important it is to have a campaign. And when it comes to cold emailing, write a campaign. Have at least three emails. You've heard me talk about the power of three before. At least send three emails to people who you want to get engaged with. And then there's a fair chance, there's a sporting chance that they will have opened that email and they will have read it and they might have even... Um, followed the call to action that you've suggested to them, which we're going to come on to later. Um, and of course, you could even pick the phone up and speak to them because really, this person is not totally cold now. They've had some some level of connection with you and contact with you. And remember, you know, we're all so busy these days that sometimes an email or drop in something. Mm, that's useful. I wonder whether we should do something about that. They just don't do it straight away. But then a phone call can actually remind that individual to do something something about that email that's come in. Now, mistake number three is basically sending an email that is war and peace. And when we say war and peace, a long, long email that really is just pitching you and your service. That person that you are emailing doesn't even know who you are yet, let alone (laughs) what you do. Um, There's been no engagement. There's been no rapport built. Instead, it's much better to send a shorter email with a bit more context, I'll come on to that in a second. Um, to, to someone that's a busy uh, business owner or HR director, send an email that's enticing. I'm going to come on to that in a second. Um, but also, send you know, just send a shorter email. Um, you are guaranteed to get a much better result by doing that. If someone sees a long, long email that they've got to read through, it goes straight, straight away, it goes into trash. So remember that. Don't try and pitch somebody everything about you and your recruiting service on the first email. Now, the next thing is, which is number four, might sound a bit counterintuitive. And that is you send an email and you say, I hope you and yours are well. Yeah, I know it's nice sort of traditional rapport building, but really it can switch people right off. And it also really shouts out that "Mm, this person is sending me a cold email. I want them to get to the point. Um, They've gone maybe a step too far. And in in the current environment in which we're living, just remember what's gone on. (laughs) I have a really good friend who has lost both parents in the last 12 months. Terrible, terrible time she's had. Um, She's a business uh, owner as well, and um, the thing about that is, if you know, if you if you were emailing her and you know how how are you? Hope you and yours are well. Straight away, that's going to switch her off and probably throw her into emotions, which you don't want to do. So you know, just think seriously about it. This is a business email. You don't know this individual. Absolutely, once you have established some connection with somebody, then of course do that. Uh, Of course, you know, have a some. rapport building um, conversations in your email but you don't know this individual so please don't do that hot tip now number five is not really giving a context as to why you're sending the email obviously in your map of the world you're sending the email because you want to get a new client on board now they they know that Deep down, but you're not exactly offering them much value. Um, I know we were. T- I was chatting to one of our our clients of the day, and he was talking about the fact that there's a husband and wife team. That one of the things that people love about having a conversation with his wife is because she knows everybody and everything that's going on in the city in which they work, and so she is seen as the font of all knowledge. Now, if you can construct an email where you actually sh- want to you know, share with people some of the things that's been going on in the market, some of the things around recruitment, people see you as a consultancy service. There's a clue in the title with your consultants. So that is something that you must make sure that you do. Have some context around, um, you know, offering value. What are you going to offer? That's important. Now, the next thing, which is number six, Harks back to our original training that we've all had as salespeople, and that is talking about features versus benefits. So talking about the features of your service or the features of something that happened with a client that you're trying to pique their interest about rather than talking about the results that that client got. Remember, make things benefit focused rather than feature that makes a massive difference because then that person gets into that that's receiving the email about the benefits for them rather than the features of your service. Now, we're on number seven here, and this is where it's important to sometimes to just think about less is more and make your emails specifically targeted. It may be that you only have a small list. We've worked with some clients and literally They've had a list of 20 or 30 um, connections that they want to reach out to. And that's made a massive difference because they can really hone down and really target to the specific needs of that particular group of people. I remember, and I've shared this story before, I'll share it again because it continues to work, is that when we first started in the recruitment sector, we found 23 email addresses from uh, for uh, recruitment business owners based in the UK. And in fact, I think we looked at more around the North and the, and the Midlands constructed a a great cold email campaign. And from that campaign, we ended up with our first three recruitment clients. Exactly the same can work for you, because I think one of the things, cold emailing still works. You can still get high open rates. It's all down to what you say and the way that you say it. So think about your targeted list. We have one particular client who uh, purchased a, uh, a list, I think, of something like 200 emails from from uh, particular companies. in her. I won't reveal her sector that she worked in. And she has used that consistently over a couple of years, to be quite honest. It's made a massive difference to a business, I think she just sends them out in like groups of 25 or something like that. And it still works for her. So think about sending out targeted um, uh, communications. The next thing, uh, number eight, is no call to action. So there's no point sending an email. Without saying, um, you know, should we jump on a call? Would you like to do X? Would you like to do Y? Um, uh, here's here's some some information that you might find useful. You know, give me, you know, let me know. Set, hit reply. All of these very very simple call to actions that people forget to do. Um, Seth Godin, the very famous uh, marketeer, always talks about the fact that people need to be led. And especially so when you're looking at marketing and delivering marketing campaigns, you need to give your potential new client the exact process and the exact steps of what they need to do next. So remember to always have some form of uh, call to action. And and leading on from that, uh, number nine, it's not using a PS You'll have heard this if, if any of you have studied copywriting. You'll know that the PS, people tend to read the uh, the start, the middle and the end. And people always read the PS because they think there might be something of value for them. So always make sure you use your PS. Yes, you can use two or three if you want to. If you want to really go um, gung-ho. But in your PS, one thing that we would always recommend is that you think about using a link to social proof. And social proof on your website could be testimonials, could be case studies. Um, A couple of months ago, I uh, recorded a lot of podcasts around this because it is so vital in today's market. When you're wanting to attract more candidates, you're wanting to attract more clients to have a good volume of social proof. Um, So go back and have a look at some of those episodes, probably around 300, something like that. Go, Go and check those out. And finally, number 10. They might seem a little bit different. And one of the big things about cold emailing that lets people down is they've sent out a number of emails and they never follow up with a telephone conversation. Which is fascinating when you consider the recruitment and staffing sector has historically always been the real focus on sales, 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 pick up the phone, pick up the phone, pick up the phone. And yet, um, many recruiters see this. And yes, I know that Gen Z, let's just think about Gen Z, Gen X, all the different Gens that there are, um, that as a general rule, Millennials and the new um, uh, Gen Z are not as keen on picking up the phone. However, when you've had a number of cold emails that have gone out that have been written well, Um, that you might even know that people are opening depending on your email platform that you're using um, that then you can actually pick the phone up and get in contact with them because it's not super cold this is a warmish Um, lead that is on the other end of that phone. You put the hard work in with emailing. Um, Why not now pick up the phone and see if you can have a conversation with them? You know, we we have a number of clients that have joined Superfast Circle because we've sent some cold emails out and then we picked up the phone and we spoke to them, we've got engaged with them and then finally they can work with us. So cold emailing mistakes um, that do happen And uh, hopefully now there's no need for them to happen in your organisation. And, you know, finally, if you haven't, use cold emailing as a strategy, then absolutely do it next year. You will find a massive return on investment from doing it, just sending out some cold emails, cold emails and following them. You'll be amazed at what might happen for you. Remember, there's clients out there that need candidates. You are a good recruiter and you can help them. So make sure you put this one in your plan for next year. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the programme and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.